Join the Bride Chilla movement. Download the app and subscribe to enjoy over 250 episodes of the show, plus exclusive content, all ad-free, straight to your ears. It's everything you need to banish the bullshit and have one-on-one time with your favorite virtual bridesmaid, Alicia. We're giving you a 20% discount on a 12-month subscription. Simply download the app, follow the prompts to subscribe, and use the code word Aussie. That's A-U-S-S-I-E. Download Bride Chilla today in iOS and Android app stores. Happy days. You're listening to the Bride Chilla podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time. Episode 282 of the Bride Chiller Podcast. Alicia here, the hostess with the mostess, talking all about wedding planning, how to not lose your shit when it comes to this, you know, pretty exciting but sometimes mortifying time in your life. And I say mortifying because it can be pretty overwhelming. Sometimes you feel like you just want to give up and go away and just get hitched somewhere else very quietly and... Today's episode is a little bit of Q&A, it's a little bit of advice. I put a call out on one of my wedding planning forum bloggy things for wedding vendors and professionals and just asked them if they had any sort of fly by the seat of the pants advice that they would like to share with bride chillers and uh, I got a couple of great voice messages I want to share with you in this episode and also answer a couple of your questions because people have been saying, Alicia, where are the Q&As? Why aren't you doing that? So sorry genuinely. I just get carried away. I get all these interviews and I want to share information and I feel like I've neglected you. So deep, deep apologies. If you're new to the show, get ready. I'll probably swear. This is not a conventional, if there's such a thing, wedding planning podcast. I'm not going to talk about flowery things and table decorations and all that sort of stuff. I'll do silly voices. Uh, Really, bride chillers, just all about giving you information, empowering you to make decisions that work for you, and also hopefully having a good time and dicking around a little bit. So if that's your scene, I'm delighted. We've had lots of new people join the Bride Chiller community recently. Our Facebook group, our private Facebook group. I like that it's private because, (laughs) funnily enough, a few people have messaged me going, oh my God, Alicia, can I just confirm that what I write in the Bride Chiller community cannot be seen by the greater Facebook community? Because I've said some stuff about people. And I want to say, if you're considering joining the Facebook community, it's not one of those sort of bitchy, skanky forums where people just diss on each other. We're very against that. It's a very positive place. And saying that, I would like to share a quick message because I don't know when you're listening to this, if it's in the future, I damn well hope we're in a better position than we are currently. And this is not politically, it's more just about how we're treating each other. Because I think at the moment, we're in a time of like darkness And I really hope we can come out of it and be a bit more positive. The world can be pretty challenging. And I know for a lot of people living in the States, we're confused and frightened and frustrated. And it just shouldn't be this way. I can't believe we're living in a time, really. I I, I don't want to make this show about me just ragging on the current situation of our society slash world. But I'm just flummox that we're living in a time where the shit is still going down and people are being uh, made to feel the way they're being made to feel and that's not even saying enough but I wanted to say a big thank you to Megan Collin 
who wrote this message and I think she just summed up how I feel about this community and my listeners and our community. She says, to all of the awesome people that are part of this community and Alicia, I just have to say one thing. Thank you. This group has been nothing but endless positivity and support. I really enjoyed seeing everyone else's planning process and different styles and everyone I've conversed with here has been amazing. I feel as though you're all friends of mine, even though we've never met in real life. And I have to say, focusing my energy on planning our wedding is the only thing keeping me sane right now. With all the vile shit that's going on in this country and the world right now, honing in on the excitement of our wedding has been a very welcome distraction from, quote, reality. It's unbelievable how much violence, aggression and hate is out there. It brings me to tears. But the key thing I've learned as I've gotten older is to train yourself to strike a balance. Be educated, be aware, be involved, but most of all, focus on the positive things. The things that fuel you and invigorate you. The beautiful things out there. The people that help you flourish and grow and inspire you to live fully. The people that help you to invest in yourself. It's easy to get swept up by all the horrible bullshit. It's way too easy. This community has been a wonderful influence on my daily life in regards to wedding planning and just life in general. It's one of the positive forces that keeps me going. So thank you to all the big kick-ass individuals. Thank you to Alicia for working so hard to keep the things light and entertaining, yet poignant and inclusive. I look forward to every post that comes up on this page. And really, I think, Megan, you summed up how I feel. And the community is only fucking fabulous because you're all a part of it. And if you're not a part of it, I encourage you to come and be involved. And it isn't a place where, you know, you should feel concerned about being open and saying how you feel. And we're not really talking politics. I think that's what's lovely about it. We're just doing our own thing. People post gifts and we have a laugh. People rant about crazy aunties and sometimes absurd behavior from bridesmaids and mother-in-laws and it's a place where I feel that it's nice to go after sitting on Twitter for half of the day and feeling a little bit helpless and ashamed and horrified that I can then go and visit the bride chiller community and spend some time with some friends in a positive environment so I think it's just really great I just wanted to take a couple of seconds to say that you know it's just a What am I saying? What am I trying to say? You get what I'm trying to say. You're all fucking great. That's what I'm trying to say. And I'm very proud to be the mother of this community. We still haven't really found a word to call me. The founder sounds so CEO. I'll be the founder, but we've got to get a better name for me. Right. On to the first question. Um, Hi, Alicia. This is Kelsey from Southeastern Ohio. I encountered a very interesting situation yesterday when attending attending one of my uh, friend's wedding. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous day. It was such a great ceremony. I'm so happy for them. It was so beautiful. It was everything they hoped it could be. Um, and this actually really has nothing to do with them or their wedding in particular. There was a, an interesting topic that came up when discussing the groomsmen and not even the groomsmen. It was the guests of the groomsmen. Um, I have 
uh, been fortunate enough to experience being the guest of a groomsman multiple times. My now fiance uh, has been a groomsman twice in two different weddings. And so I've kind of come to understand the do's and don'ts of when you're a not just a wedding guest, but you're a guest of the groomsman, you kind of expect certain things such as, okay, you don't sit with your significant other, you you are either assigned a table or you find somewhere to sit. Um, and sometimes that can be kind of awkward. It, it, it's, it can be an awkward experience. I've been one of the weddings, I did not know uh, the bride and groom, nor did I know anybody who was attending. So it can be an awkward situation. I completely understand. However, and here's where it gets, here's where it gets a little juicy, I guess. Uh, the best man and my fiance are good friends with the groom. And during the rehearsal dinner, the best man's fiance sat with me and we were just making small little chit chat. And, and we know each other from previous uh, double dates and such. But she made a comment that kind of caught me off guard. And it was one that ultimately she was saying that she had the intentions of getting ready with the groomsmen on the day of the wedding. And I don't know if she was just, if it was an, accept, an expectation or if nobody had ever really laid out anywhere on Google, this is what you do when you are a guest of a groomsman or bridesmaid. I think you would be the perfect person to kind of lay down those ground rules um, and kind of put that out there. Uh, I haven't really heard this topic covered elsewhere before. Um, and I don't, I never took the liberty to say anything to her. I just kind of was like, oh, okay. I will not be doing that, but good for you. Um, but I just, from my perspective, I feel it's their time to get ready with their best friend for his wedding. Not our time to be with our boyfriends, fiancés, and get ready and then send them on their merry way to go get photos done and such. Um, so yeah, I just thought I would kind of uh, leave this up to you and maybe introduce you to a topic. I don't know if you've covered this yet. Um, you have been just such a joy to have in my life, I have to personally say. Um, I was extremely stressed out before I met you. I like to think I met you. I like to think I know you. Maybe not. But uh, you held up a beautiful, shining gleaming Aussie mirror to the horrendous world that is wedding planning and you have really put it in perspective for me so I really want to say thank you um please don't stop what you're doing you are changing lives so yes um thank you Alicia I hope you have a great start to your week and um happy days Kelsey thank you so much for your kind words Kelsey just said some nice things about me Rich well, that's nice. Yeah. Look, this is Rich. If hey, you... hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, we... Kelsey. Yeah, we. Hey, Kelsey. We haven't heard no nice from... things about me. That's... Well, you should be on the show more often, that and then stings. people will say nice things. If people are new to the podcast, who are you? Rich husband, current husband. Yeah. Current flatmate. Current financial partner. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was just explaining to Rich off mic a little bit about Kelsey's question about the roles of the extended partners, not extended, the partners of bridal parties. 
mm. and where they fit in on the day. And it is an interesting question, Kelsey, and you were right. I have not covered this on the show. And Rich, you have been in quite a few weddings as... 47. <laughs> is that true? Maybe not. I feel like you're extending the truth. All right, it's only 36. You've been in 36 weddings, also a lie. Um, and we were just talking about the roles of groomsmen and the partners. And Kelsey did say in her message, one thing that it can be challenging when you're a partner of a, a bridesmaid or a groomsman and you don't know other people and you're sort of there because you're an extended person in the, that group's life, it can yep. be challenging. Yes, certainly yes. Although I always find weddings are good fun times, meet new people. Yeah, you're very sociable. I think we're sociable people. Some people aren't. That's true. And that's totally cool. But also, the getting ready in the morning. Now, as we talk about all the time on the show and in the community, you can do whatever you want with traditions. And I love that people get ready together, that the brides, there are also bridal parties and groomsmen and everyone's getting ready in one place. That's becoming a bit more popular. Mm. But I do think it is a bit of a, well, a, a done thing that you just leave your people to do their thing. And then everyone joins together at the actual event. So if you're a partner of the groomsman or bridesmaid, unless you're invited, you probably should just do your own thing. She might end up being a spare dick at a groomsman getting ready for a wedding party. Exactly. It's one of my favourite sayings, spare dick at a wedding. Use it in a sentence <laughs> this week. Is that just an Australian thing? Do I other people know that? I don't know. Google it. Not just at work. Just, just let me just at home. Well, so tell, talk about your experiences while I Google this, Richard. Uh, My experiences Richard. in relation to this question, or just yeah. in life generally. Well, I think this question would be probably right. a good place to start. Uh, well, I I think. Um, if this person is part of the friendship group, then my first reaction was I don't see much of a problem with her just hanging out with her mates. But if it's going to be a guy thing and guys doing the guy stuff, which is you know talking about football and guns and trucks, I don't think they're our listeners. Um, I think oh. I mean no, maybe they are. <laughs> Gosh, but I mean in the morning, if you like guns, trucks, and what was the other one? I can't remember. Football, footy. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that's what... Footy and, and beer. Oh, geez. I think if we're talking about specifically groomsmen getting ready for the wedding... Yeah. I reckon, as, and I have looked it up, some people call it a spare prick at the wedding. That's not the same. I like spare dick at the wedding. Yeah. I don't think it's native to us. Fine. just want to say. All right. But um, I think that specifically we're talking about the getting ready of the groomsmen, and if you aren't necessarily in that friendship group. I just think her going and yep. hanging around, yep. that's not that's not on. It's not cool. Um, yeah. Okay. That's where we're going to end that one then. I think so. I mean, it's, well, from my limited 36 experiences, <laughs> uh, it's usually just guys doing guy stuff. Just getting ready and Locker being... room talk. <laughs> oh. What did you do on our wedding morning? Uh, what did I do? Besides I... us running around like idiots. I hung out with my two best men and we got ready. Yeah. We didn't really have a lot of time, to be honest. No. And, and it was only like half an hour or 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. We, we, as everyone would probably know this story, we, we did a lot of setting up in the morning of our wedding, which, again, hindsight, we probably would have mm. hired professional people to help us do that. So we really didn't have very much time. We literally, someone went, guys, you're getting married in like an hour and a half. You should go get dressed. 
shit. Shit. And then we ran like idiots. Well, then I had a, you know, should I do this or not moment. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Go. Bye. Thanks, Richard. Ciao. ciao Richard will be back ciao, ciao. Uh, very soon to co-host a full episode. Will I? You always say, you're like, will I? Will I? Will I? Shut the door when you leave. You bang. Ca- bang. I can say this now because I have a booth. Thanks for building it for me. Pleasure. Pleasure, treasure. Listen to this. When it shuts. And now I'm back in my booth. It's a very sexy booth. It's actually a cupboard that was full of shit that we didn't really need. And then Rich, right, this is just a little insight into my world. And then I'll get on with the proper things. Then Rich found all this uh, soundproof material. I don't know if you can hear it. Probably can't hear it because it's soundproof. It doesn't make any sense. Padded, you know, foam. And we stuck it all over this cupboard and I got a little seat and a little light and my microphone stand and now I can record in peace away from the London traffic and weird people yelling on the streets which you'd be surprised happens quite a lot when you're living in inner city London. Okie dokie now I promised some tips from wedding vendors about how to uh, stay sane and possibly things to ditch when you're planning your wedding things you don't need so uh Sarah has left me a voice message. I think she might be outside. You might hear this. It sounds a little bit like the sounds of summer in the background. I feel like I could hear cicadas. Just relax, sit back, and if you're listening to this in cold weather, think of the sun. My name is Sarah, and I am with The I Do List. It is a uh, virtual wedding planning firm and online community for couples across the world. Um, The one thing, or I guess I should say two things that I think couples need to ditch when it comes to their wedding, I preach it all the time, is anything that doesn't make them happy and anything that they don't see purpose in. So if you think that cutting the cake is silly, then don't cut the cake. If you don't see a purpose in tossing the bouquet or doing a grand entrance, then don't do them. Um, And I think as well that if there's anybody, if you're doing those things because you're worried about the slack that someone's going to give you for not doing them, then toss them too. Um, It's your day and it's about what makes you happy and it should be a day that you're going to remember. And if you're worried about someone giving you a hard time about it, then don't tell them. Just keep all the details of your wedding to yourself. Even from your family, just don't tell them. If it doesn't make you happy and you don't see a purpose in it, then don't do it. And that's the number one thing I think every couple should ditch when it comes to their wedding if they want to have a stress-free and enjoyable day. Sarah from the I Do List, thank you so much for contributing and uh, good advice. I totally agree. Sometimes I think we overshare. We feel the need to tell everyone all the details and then they feel the need to give you their opinion about those details. And sometimes it's best to just button your lips and keep things to yourself or only share with people that you wish to hear their opinions. I know it's hard because we get excited and we feel like we want to be really getting people involved and you want to share your excitement, but sometimes we've all learned our lesson where you just go, oh, I wish I'd never said that. Oh, I don't care what you have to think. Oh, if I have to hear you say one more thing, I'm going to punch you in the face. So that's, that's very good advice. Thank you so much, Sarah. I really appreciate you leaving that message. And it does sound very summery, wherever you are. 
Alrighty, we're going to go for a very quick break and then I've got some more Q&A and more tips coming up. Stick around. It's a Bridechiller podcast. Visit thebridechiller.com to leave me a voice message or get in touch if you have a question, query, comment, thought, or you'd like to read a fabulous blog. Hi, Alicia. My name is Christina and I live in Canada and I absolutely love your podcast. Uh, I found getting engaged uh, super overwhelming. You know, I found this amazing man and he asked me to marry him and I was so excited and, um, you know, I've just never been a person that had any clue uh, what the heck I was going to do for a wedding. Um, and everybody else seems to know exactly what you should do. So it's it's been a little bit overwhelming. So what we've decided to do is give ourselves, you know, two and a half years. So we're planning on the summer of 2019 to get married. And we've picked um, a family friend's ranch. So we've spoken to them and they said they'd host it for us. So I'm really excited about that. Um but my issue, as it stands right now, um, is is choosing bridesmaids. And so um, I'm so lucky. I have such amazing friends. And when I first sat down to think about who I would like to include as a bridesmaid, I, I had 13 people on the list. And so I worked to, to further cut that down. I know it sounds so awful, um, but I worked to cut that down to nine uh, of my best friends and... Now, I think that it could work, but I have a few issues there um, financially. I mean, I don't think I could make it as special of an experience for, for nine people as I could, maybe for six. You know, I think I'd have to cut any kind of gift for them at probably $50 um, if there were nine people. So so that would be kind of tough. And then I was thinking about dresses and what they might want to wear and that was extremely overwhelming. You know, I have friends that are extremely different in terms of body type and what they like to wear and, you know, how they feel about dressing up. And so, you know, those two things together really made me think maybe I should cut this down even further. And I know it sounds so terrible, but, you know, maybe I would like to cap it off at six. And I think that's probably a lot more reasonable. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that I could have nine bridesmaids? Is that crazy? When I spoke to my fiance about it, he has nine very close. He has a lot of friends too. So he has nine very close people that he was very comfortable having in his uh, bridal party, if that's what you call it. And um, yeah, I would really appreciate any insight you have onto this because it's the only thing I've really even started thinking about and I'm already stuck. So Thank you again. And again, I love your podcast. It's so fun to listen to. And I really think you get that on, you know, how overwhelming this can be and, and that you pick out the important things and help us to understand that. So I'm grateful. Hope you have a great day. Happy days. So firstly, Christina, thank you for your question. And I'm so glad you found the podcast and you've got lots of time to make really big decisions when it comes to your wedding day. And I apologize, this has taken me a while to answer your question. Christina did write to me going, come on, Alicia, I want to make some decisions. She was very polite, and I have taken a little while to do a Q&A episode, and she really wanted an answer. So I very much appreciated her bride chiller chillness, but also going, come on, let's go, give me an answer. Now, here it is. I think the bridal party, <laughs> how do I put this? It depends how you see your wedding day when it comes to how many people you want to to be involved. I hear a lot of, I should do this. I feel like I have to have her involved. And I don't think there's anything in your message, um, Christina, that says, I feel pressured to have someone involved. 
But it sort of feels like you've got a lot. And I, I really love that you have so many close friends. I have like three friends. <laughs> Maybe I'm an asshole. I don't think you, I'm sure you don't think I'm an asshole. I'm not an asshole. But I'm just one of these people that has just a select few close friends. And then I have lovely extended friends, but people I probably don't see as often. And so for me to transport myself into a world where I could pick 12 people, nine people, six people to be a part of my wedding day, it just takes a bit of a, a leap for me personally. But what, and, and, I, and this is not a, I'm not discouraging you from having six people, but I do think you need to think about the logistics, which you are, you're talking about clothing and being able to afford things and thinking about what purpose and value as friends and as people they bring to your wedding day and why you want them to be a part of the day. That's what it really comes down to. Sometimes in these situations, I feel like it's best, and I know this is probably not the angle that you want me to say, but if you are struggling with this big amount of people, then just pick one person. This is controversial. You're going to say, forget it, Alicia. I can feel it. But it sometimes feels like people are so aware of not offending people or not letting people down that they have this huge bridal party. And that is totally cool if that's the wedding that you pictured. But a lot of the time, the big bridal party comes from feeling like you don't want to be a jerk. And I heard you say a few times, Christina, oh, it sounds awful. It sounds bad. And it totally doesn't. And I think that if anyone gives you jip about not being a part of your bridal party, then they're not the people that should be a part of your bridal party when it comes down to it. I feel like we talk a lot about obligation and feeling really concerned about letting people down. And when it comes to it, this is your wedding day and it's a day that you should feel completely comfortable with your decisions. And if anyone guilts you or you feel guilty about not doing something, then I think you should consider why that's happening. And potentially it's because someone feels like they need to be a part of it or you feel like you need to include them in your wedding party as a way to say that you're special to me which you know is lovely but it's also not necessarily what you know you need to be doing to say that to them because they probably already know it and if they don't write them a card so Christina I probably haven't given you any real guidance when it comes to who you should choose but I do think you need to put your bride chiller hat on and the hat that says, do things that work for you, not for obligation or feeling that you're bad for getting rid of people. Also, do things that work with your budget and your timeline. You're getting married in two years' time, so I think you need to think about who are the people that you're most close with that you think that will be there to help you plan over the next two years. Think about their circumstances and situations. And then just go back to what you envisage for the day. I always say it's a really good meditative exercise to close your eyes and actually see what, you know, without getting woo-woo, what do you picture? Who do you picture there? Then make the decision. I think you're going to make the right decision, but don't feel obliged. And I don't give a shit. Can I just say this just to confirm about even-numbered bridal parties? I think people are obsessed with this and it's weird. Just get over it. If you have two friends and he has 27 friends... Okay, well, I think he should probably relax, or she. But I do think that we get all this thing about saying, oh, we have to have four in each side, or it looks weird in the photos. No one cares. No one cares. Move on. Christina, you're amazing. You're going to do so well. And I'm so glad we get to be friends for two years, plus many more. Now, I promised more 
excellent bride chiller friend vendor tips and Sandra. Gee, I like Sandra. She's got some good things to say. She speaks, oh my God, why didn't I turn my emails off? I'm not even going to delete that. I'm busy. We're all busy. Fucking turn the emails off, Alicia. Sandra, hit it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sandra from Sandra Chile Photography. You can find me at sandrachile.com. I am a wedding photographer based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I think your individuality is what will be the most attacked during the journey to your wedding day. Everybody will have an opinion and everybody's going to give you an unrequested advice. However, learn to hear your own voice through the noise that others might make. Embrace the things that are important and meaningful to you as a couple and plan a wedding that makes you truly happy. Seriously, Set your foot down on the things you want and don't be afraid that they might criticize or what others might think is bad. In the end, when things you do come from your heart, everyone else can feel it. Those are the weddings we cry, we laugh, and we get the best memories from. Good luck. I told you, Sandra, I was picking up what you're putting down. Very good advice, very sage advice. And also, I think we sometimes forget that. This is about you. This is about what you believe in. This is about what makes you happy. Like I just said to Christina before, you've got to follow your heart with this stuff, not other people's opinions. Oh, my God, opinions, 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 opinions. You just want to put the old noise-canceling headphones on and get everyone to shut the fuck up. Hi, Alicia. My name is Mary. Um, sorry for the labored breathing. I am out on a fast walk right now. Um, so I have been engaged for not even a month yet, actually. Um, and I'm already quite obsessed with the podcast. Um, me and my fiance are planning for a wedding in probably about a year. Um, so it's going to be a lot of planning. I have two things that I would like to ask you about. Um, the first one being the fact that both my fiancé and I are vegetarians. Um, we have been for some time now, and <laughs> none of our family members are, none of our friends are. Um, the first time we've talked about this was a couple of days ago with my fiancé's sister, and we discussed... Um, not having meat at our wedding and she was quite taken aback by that and a little bit offended actually and um, I kind of wanted your opinion on it because the two of us would definitely rather not serve meat at our wedding um, I don't think either of us would feel super comfortable with it um, but we don't want to alienate any of our family members or friends we want to make them feel comfortable, um, and I'm just looking for your opinion on it because I know I'm going to get a lot of slack for it. <laughs> um, secondly, the second thing I wanted to talk to you about was I had just recently listened to your podcast where, <laughs> uh, where you talk a lot about a Seinfeld wedding, and my fiancé is absolutely 100% obsessed with Seinfeld. I think he's seen every episode about a hundred times. He quotes it 
probably three to four times a day. Um, I love the show myself, but not to the extent that he does. And I am wondering if there's anything that you can think about, some way that I can sneak Seinfeld into the wedding, low-key way. <laughs> I don't want it to be a Seinfeld-themed wedding. But something that maybe I can do to surprise him on the day. Uh, something that he's not expecting. <laughs> if you have any ideas, please let me know. I absolutely adore the podcast and you. And happy days. Mary, love, love your message. Let's kick it off with the vegetarianism, vegetarian option situation. Look, first of all, I think everyone knows what I'm going to say about this. If people have a problem with you not serving meat, they can simply stop off at their local meatery, butcher, supermarket, McDonald's, whatever the fuck they want, after your wedding and eat as much meat as they want because you have chosen to not include meat in your lifestyle. This is your wedding day. And as my grandmother would say, Mary McCormack, bunk them. Or I would say, fuck them. Because, oh, I've said fuck them twice in one, one episode. How aggressive. Because this is your lifestyle. This is what you believe in. And every one of us can go a meal without having to chow down on some meat. So, look, I, I think you are well in your rights to just block it out, to just accept it, that they're going to have their differences of opinion with the meat issue. But also it's something that you believe in and you, you live by it every day. So why should you change just because people are being whiny bitches? Also, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to show people how amazing food can be without meat. I'm not a vegetarian, but I would happily walk away from eating meat. Rich loves meat. But we try and have meat-free days and we can get a little bit creative with our cooking. And I do think it's a nice way to show people that perhaps, as you said, might be a little taken aback by not including meat in the menu. That There are so many amazing meals, obviously, says vegetarians all over the world and vegans. I, I really love cheese. Sorry, vegans. I would really struggle. But I, there's so many great ways to eat food without meat. So maybe this is your chance to shine and say, look... You don't have to have a steak with every meal, guys. Get with the prog. Now, your second question about including Seinfeld, or you know, and we can make this anything. You could say, just to be a bit more broad with it, to include a little bit of pop culture or something that you don't necessarily want it, like you were saying, Mary, to be a theme, but to include a nice little touch or surprise your uh, husband to be. I love a novelty cake. There's something, there's a, there's a cake. I did a, a blog post recently about a lovely couple who were having a Seinfeld-based wedding, uh, themed wedding, and there are so many cool desserts or biscuits that are iced with all the different Seinfeld themes. Food is also another thing. Table numbers are a fun way to just tap into a little bit of a pop culture theme without going completely, you know, over the top if that's not what you're looking for. There's so many little details and what I love about that is if you sort of do it in a way that's a little bit underhanded, a lot of people won't even get it, but the people that do will love it. And there's something a bit smug about, you know, acknowledging something that you're a big fan of and without it being necessarily themed. I was listening to a podcast, a nerd, the Nerdist podcast, I love it, the other day and um, they were talking about wearing 
wearing nerd t-shirts and not just sort of like Star Wars, but really quite specific nerd t-shirts. And if you are wearing one of these t-shirts and you're out and about and someone else spots you and gets the t-shirt, you know, they're part of your tribe. And I love that sort of connection that we have with people. And it doesn't have to be nerdy stuff. It could be you're into horses or shoes. I don't know. Whatever your passion is, you know, but it is one of those moments where you spot something and it's a bit underground and it just gives you a feeling of smugness or going, all right, you're my people. Like you are, my bride chillers. There it is. We're our people. Happy days is one of the things. I was trying to explain happy days to one of our friends who saw a fantastic photo pop up in the bride chiller community while I was showing them and saying um, bride chiller birdie wrote and said that she was stoked that she received her new happy days mug. And it was also, she also ordered a What Would a Bride Chiller Do mug, which are my favorites. And someone said, what's the deal with happy days? Why is that relevant? And it was our friend. And I was like, because it just started as a thing, the first episode of the show. And I always say happy days at the end. And it was something that my grandmother used to say all the time. It's, you know, it's a pretty common thing, but it's become our little secret mantra. And I know if you leave a voice message and you end up with happy days, I think, well, they've listened to a couple of episodes. And I love that people use it in the community. And it's just a nice connecting, connecting saying that we all use and it connects us as a community. There it is. So I love these small details that you can add without necessarily going on full-blown theme, but moments that perhaps your friends or your partner gets that no one else does. It's quite nice. There it is. What a great day to be sharing with you. And thank you to everyone who has left me a voice message. I'm sorry I haven't done as many Q&As. We've just had so many great guests. As the podcast grows and more people hear about it, I get contacted by people who I think have value and share wonderful information that can help you out. So I promise I will get back to doing more Q&A very soon. Now, if you are not a part of the Bride Chiller community on Facebook, all you've got to do is join. Just click the button, answer a couple of questions to make sure you're legit. And when I say legit, we just try and keep it really positive, not too spammy. You're not going to see anyone flogging crappy garters or something. Gosh, I've been in so many wedding Facebook groups when it is literally just people posting ads for tat. None of that stuff in the Bride Chiller community. We try and keep it cool. So if that interests you, join absolutely jump on board. Also, if you would like to send me an email or if you know someone, if you're a vendor perhaps or you know someone who runs a business that might be a great partner for the Bride Chiller podcast, we have a couple of ad slots coming up and it would be great to hear from you if you are interested in sponsoring the part podcast can't speak today really good asking for sponsors can't speak sponsoring the podcast and potentially partnering with the podcast as well we love to hear from like-minded interesting bride chiller style vendors and businesses there it is that's my uh, pitch to you hope you're enjoying your week wherever you are let's stay positive help each other out be kind the community that we are in and the people that we choose to spend our time with are supportive and as I said, kind. This is basically basic human shit. And, you know, I, I jump into the Bride Chiller community like we were saying earlier in the show and I feel supported and I feel like I am surrounded by like-minded people and that's really great. So thank you so much for making it a lovely place to hang out and I just appreciate your love and support. So enough from me. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your wedding planning. Happy days. 
The Bride Chilla Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right? 